Are you, girl? Look at that who hair. Who is this? Who is, who this? is she? I'm on. COVID is... really messed me all the way up. <laughs> who, who is she? Well, welcome to Pop Culture, guys, where we talk about these messy-ass celebrities and YouTubers and TikTokers. Uh, today, we have um, a little bit of a lineup for you guys. A lot of yay, yay news. Yay, uh, yay. Kim Kardashian, Cardi B, Taylor Swift, uh, Damon Alburn, Rachel Zeller, Ansel Elgert, Adele, Princess Christina, Regina King, Michael Maiden, Elton John, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Real Housewives drama, Secrets of Playboy Mansion documentary drama, and Wendy Williams, uh, Wendy Williams a person, and the TV talk show. So, girl... Last, it's gonna be a ride but last week's episode uh it was very well received it um our welcome back episode with our co-host rita uh was very well received uh lots of downloads so we appreciate that yes um, Thank you, guys. And we are using a new platform so as we adjust to it please bear with us <laughs> um Bonnie and I started recording a little while ago, and then I was like, oh, Bonnie, I didn't hit record. So that's the kind of <laughs> evening we're having. <laughs> that's okay. You guys didn't miss nothing important. Yeah, we didn't start. So let's start with Cardi B. Cardi B uh, had a lawsuit ongoing against a YouTuber for $3 million uh, for slander. So... The uh, Cardi B's whole thing was against YouTuber Tasha Kibi, aka Tasha K, and jurors ru- jurors ruled Tuesday that Tasha is responsible for one million dollars in damages, um, and that her company Kibi Studios LLC was ordered to pay an additional five hundred thousand dollars. Uh, Tasha will also have to reimburse Cardi for the rapper's legal costs, which add up to $1,338,753.47. Holy shit! That is a lot in lawyer fees. Well, this court case has been going on for uh, almost four years. And so... Cardi said in a statement to People magazine, after four years of repeated libel, uh, libel and slander against me, being able to walk away from this victorious brings me great happiness. I appreciate Judge Ray for conducting a fair and impartial trial. I am grateful for the jury and their careful deliberation over the past two weeks. I am profoundly grateful for the hard work and support from my legal team. Most importantly, thank you to my family and close friends who held my hand and helped me get the support I needed during this experience. She goes on to say that um, I thought I would never be heard or vindicated and I felt completely helpless and vulnerable. I have never taken for granted the platform that my fame allows me to have, which is why for over three years, I dedicated every resource I had 
to seek justice. So Tasha Kay was accused of slander, like slandering Cardi B's name. She was basically made up a bunch of false information about Cardi B, and Tasha Kay has a big platform. And so it's one thing when you spread, like, talk about gossip, like we do here on the podcast. It's another thing when you have a huge platform and you just straight up um, are creating lies. It's like ABC News creating a lie about something, which, you know, news channels do. But, like, creating lies about a person and thinking they can get away with it, which is considered slander if it affects them and their likability and all that good stuff. So what are your thoughts on this? Because usually when people sue, sue for slander, they don't ever usually win. Right. So it makes it seem like there must have been quite a bit of evidence there. What are your thoughts, Bonnie? I'm here for it. You know I love me, Cardi B. That is my spirit animal right there in human form. So I was so happy that she won this court case. Um, and let that be a lesson to other people and other influencers out there that are just out there spreading downright lies and hateful shit. If you're going to be out here on a platform and putting information out, make sure you can back up that information with reliable sources. You have to check your sources. You just can't get on here and say, oh, well, from a source and think that's going to save your ass. You know, it might have been uh, before in the past, but that's not going to let it fly here. And I really commend this judge for, you know, giving it to that chick for fucking shit up and everything. I liked how Cardi's uh, legal team was like, and that 47 cents. Uh, (laughs) Period, (laughs) bitch, period. Uh, I want my chin change. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to be a big hit to Tasha K. But, hey, you cannot just go up and make rumors about people, you know? You can't do it, girl. And you can't mess with their livelihood, basically. That's what you're doing. So let's get yay, yay, ye out of the way. <laughs> because there's a couple of stories on him. So Kanye West um, and Julia Fox's new girlfriend showed up to Fashion Week in Paris wearing all leather. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, I am going to share our my screen right now. And you guys have got to see this. If you are listening to audio, make sure you check us out on YouTube and on Facebook where you can see the video. Girl, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, look at these looks here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mm. All leather. Girl, can we talk about this? Look at this eye look that Julia has. Yeah, I'm I'm all for a smoky eye, Avi, but I mean, come on, girl. What is Girl, doing? a smoky eye? No. Girl, that's that a ain't... black eye. A bitch wanted a black eye. <laughs> girl, that's, you know? a char- that's a that's a charcoal eye. That ain't no smoky eye. That's a crusty, ashy eye. Nah, yeah, nothing smoky about that. That's just dusty as hell, and I I, I don't like it. I'm not, I love her earrings. Okay, so I have to comment on her jacket or her shirt, whatever the fuck that is. I think it's funny that all of her styles lately have been like the cone tit kind of fucking style. Even in the denim jacket that she wore that you sent me a picture of. It was was very reminiscent of Madonna Blonde Ambition Tour. Mm -hmm. Where Madonna had those cones, like all her outfits had like, you know, these cone titties and they were really pointy and, and they had like the circles around them just like this chick has in this jacket and in her denim jacket as well. Yeah. And then Kanye, uh, bro, he ain't getting COVID. 
Um, <laughs> how is he? For everyone who says they can't breathe wearing a mask, how is he breathing? Kanye's all bitch bet. Let me show you how. So, so yeah. um, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I, I can't literally, I don't even know what to say about this look, but they showed up in all black leather um, to the, again, Paris <laughs> Fashion Week. And I'm like, I think you're just laughing. It's so I'm like looking at it. Um, it's like, I don't know. Um, oh, here's, I have a full kind of view, a better picture. And it's like a full for like kind of, You'll be able to see it. Let me show you guys because it is a mess. Like, look at his boots, girl. Who is he? That's like very Power Rangers. I'm uh man. They got a bitch wanting to put on her leather jacket now. Let's see. Let me, let me put mine on. I want to be. Look at that. Look at her gold chunky purse to match. I do like that gold purse with her earrings, but like her makeup. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Look at you, girl. Are you ready for Paris Fashion Week? Bonnie's yes, wearing... yes, I am. Look I'm coming. Bonnie. Bonnie's I'm coming to Paris. Bonnie's coming to Paris Fashion Week. I'm She's coming. coming. I'm coming. She's coming for their gig because uh, nobody's going to get... outdo Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie said, um, what? Oh, hold on. Let me grab my black eyeshadow real quick, see if I can't do this shit. She's dead. Uh, so, girl, no. <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> Kanye West, uh, he is, has been speaking out about what I like to, some people call them Pim, and I like to call him Peak. That's Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so people are calling him Pim. I call him Peak. And so people close to Kanye are telling, um, he was... Uh, during he was on Hollywood Unlocked earlier this week, and he talked about uh, Kim and criticized Pete. Um, he was talking about how again these alleged things that Kim, uh, the reason why he she's he's not allowed at her house is because of Pete, and he alleged all these things on the podcast of Hollywood Unlocked, which I look forward to actually listening to, and I have it downloaded. I just like the thought of listening to Kanye for an hour. I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I I don't know if I can like listen to him for a whole hour, but uh, people close to Kanye are telling the sun magazine um that he's been telling friends he feels suppressed by kim even though they are separated he feels he has kept a lot of things quiet for her and he likes to speak his mind so he feels suppressed for one he believes that her relationship to, to be to pete davidson is fake he also mm-hmm. goes on and the and the insider also goes on to say he believes the Kardashians make up storylines for their lives, and he's sick of it. He feels she is going for the complete opposite of him to upset and piss him off. Not only that, he also had the the he had to come out and say that he even uh, during the podcast he said Kanye said that Pete Davidson does not even know how to dress. Girl. Uh- Oh, Pete Davidson doesn't know how to dress. Um, hello, Pot. Have you met Kettle? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? I will take the way Pete Davidson dresses any day over the way Kanye dresses, first of all. 
first of all, slow the fuck down. You are not that relevant. You know, a lot of people have been talking crap about like Pete and Kim and this and that. Oh, is it just a storyline? You know, is it whatever? You know, I'm not going to lie. I think some things in their lives are made for TV. They know what they're doing. That is a multi-million dollar family there in the billions already, I'm sure by now. And if you do like a whole net worth of all of the Kardashians put together, you know, including Jen, Chris Jenner and stuff like that. So she knows how to, you know, live, live their life in the spotlight and behind the cameras. So is some shit done for, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I believe that. But I really think Kim is in to Pete. Like I, I can't help. Like I've seen like all the candid like shots of them where paparazzi happens to catch them somewhere or something. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, she might be digging him. And so what if she's trying something that she wouldn't normally go for? Okay, girl, get out there. Get you them United Nations of dicks, bitch. Get them all. Oh, bitch. They're like Pokemon, bitch. They're like Pokemon. You got to catch them all. So uh, leave her the fuck alone. Like Kanye just really needs to like, bitch, stop. Go with your little new girlfriend. And if I was his girlfriend, I would be mad as fuck. Why is that important to you? Why does that fucking matter? Why is that bitch so relevant to you? Like, nah. Okay, Kanye's the one that still hung up on Kim. Like, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I can't. I can't. I can't. So, Kanye, speaking of him and his interview with uh, Hollywood Unlocked, that is hosted by Jason Lee. Um, well, he has a problem with Kim's parenting. Uh, because Kim has allowed their eldest daughter, North, to create a TikTok. Mind you, it is, like, the TikTok handle is, like, Kim and North. So it's it's never North alone. It's always Kim with her, and I, I imagine Kim runs it. Um, but there hasn't been TikToks of, like, North by herself, like, doing, like, live by herself, you know? Um, yeah. But it's always them doing, like, cute little dance videos, very innocent types of things. And Kanye said on the podcast, there's two things I said. Tell her, for one, security is not going to be between me and my kids. And also tell her, don't have my daughter wearing lipstick on TikTok and don't have her TikTok at all if I don't approve of that. And I said, I said it after it was done without me knowing. And then it happened again. So I feel like it's poking the bear or trying to antagonize me or create this crazy narrative. Um, again, they're the only videos of like there is a video of Kim of North by herself, but I imagine Kim's doing it. North has like this real cute like like um like one of the Who characters from The Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, like that. It was like that kind of makeup that she had on. Yeah, and like costume makeup. Um, but yeah, um, what are your thoughts on him still trying to kind of control basically Kim and everything that she's doing as a mom? Like, do you think that Kim's wrong for doing, for letting her have a TikTok? You know, like I said, it's from everything I've seen, it's been very innocent and it, it the handle literally says at Kim and North. Let me pour myself some more champagne for this one because I got thoughts. Sure, so, girl. First of all, 
first of all, fuck you. What the fuck do you mean? Oh, don't put lipstick on her. No, no, no. Okay, first of all, bitch, slow your roll, stay in your lane. When the kids are with you, you parent them the way you want to parent them. When they're with her, you let that mom parent those kids the way she wants to parent them. You are separated, divorced, whatever. You do not have a say in how that woman chooses to parent her child unless there is something detrimental happening to that child. And there's not. This is ridiculous. If you don't want lipstick on your child, then don't put lipstick on your child when she's with you. That I, I just, I can't, I really, I really cannot stand parents in any capacity where they're like, no, I'm going to have a say what my child does when they're with you. The fuck you are. The fuck you are. What part? How much? Like, I mean, am I getting paid for that? To be told what the fuck to do? No, suck a dick. Second of all, when you're like, oh, she, yeah, he's mad at Kim's parenting. I literally almost blurted out, what parenting? They fucking have nannies that take care of them most of the fucking time. But anyway. Nannies. But to nannies, be fair, exactly. it's like she she has an empire to run. She has exactly. like makeup. She has she's exactly. a working mom. She's a that's, single working mom. That's another thing. She's a makeup like mogul. Of course her fucking daughter's gonna wear some lipstick, bitch. You lucky my mom ain't a fucking makeup mogul. I'd have had fucking makeup on for since I was fucking walking. Like, no, there's <laughs> I, I don't understand. I really don't understand the concept. Like when people are like, I don't want my daughter wearing makeup. Even when they get like 10, 13, you know, into teenage years, I don't want you to wear makeup. That's da 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 Like, okay, what? Well, why? I don't get it. Like, whatever. I mean, that, and that's that. Fine. That parent wants to choose to do that. That's fine because that's their fucking prerogative. Like, it's Kim's prerogative whether or not she wants to let her daughter fucking have lip gloss on. Kanye, sit the fuck down. Like. With, with Candace Owens. With Candace Owens, that stupid dumb ass bitch back there. And Demi, <laughs> and Demi De Lovato. <laughs> yeah, and go sit back there with them because this is fucking stupid. Like, Kanye just wants to keep a hold on Kim. Any which way he can, he's gonna try. Just like he did when he bought that house across the street. I don't give a fuck what anybody <laughs> says about... Try to fucking justify that. Oh, he wanted to be closer to his kids, bitch! Not across the fucking street, ho. Even one street over. Bitch, not even in the same fucking neighborhood. Okay, pick a different zip code, ho. Like, like no. Like, even if it was the next street, that would be better than across the street. Not even down the road. Across you. So when I take out my trash, I'm going to see you. With, and you're all leather with your girlfriend and her not all even, leather. Not even Kim Stalker went and got a house by her. So fuck out of here. <laughs> so fuck out of here. He just sounds very controlling. He sounds he like really he is. has a he has a problem with control like issues. Like he uh, this is not this is just my opinion. This is not saying that he is. I'm just thinking it looks like have you noticed also I wanted to point out in Julia's look, she has that wet slick hair look, how Kim had a lot of the time when she was with Kanye. Oh, yeah. Because Kanye would dress Kim. And so I believe that he's doing that with Julia. And she's like his little rag doll. You know, this is my opinion. No, and you can definitely tell that's what it is. Because he was very much like that. Kim dressed and acted a certain way when she was with him. And now this girl Julia is doing the same shit. It's the and same she thing. loves it from what you can tell. Oh, yeah. 
and she even said that oh, he's my everything. Da, da, da. What did what did we what did we report that she said that she like gives herself to him or whatever? Yes, uh, yes. I'm like, oh, bitch, you drank all the Kool Aid at all of his sermons, didn't you, bitch? Yes. <laughs> Girl, that's some Charles Manson <laughs> shit. That's some like he got I'm her. He, he really the fuck did. He's trying to turn her into him. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Allegedly, yeah, so, yeah, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's talk about a couple of stories that broke out over the past few days that are extremely, extremely sad. Um, about Regina King and Michael Maiden, um, both of their both of them losing sons at very young ages. Uh, Vani, you have the lead on these stories. Yeah, I, I was very sad when I heard about this one. Um, Regina King, I love me some Regina King. She is amazing. She has um, a son, Ian uh, Alexander, and he is her only child. She only had one child. Sadly, on Wednesday, he took his own life at the age of 26. And the other sad thing about it that made it really like heart wrenching for her is that it was his birthday. So um, and when the news broke out, of course, Rena did. Regina really did. I can talk. I swear to God, I promise I can talk. Regina (laughs) put out a statement. Um, She said, Our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. He is such a bright light who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asked respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. Now, I can say these two had an amazing relationship. On his Instagram, he was constantly making posts to his mother saying how much he admired her, adored her, loved her, that she was his inspiration and his rock. And these two were always so close. You know, he would say she's a super mom. She really doesn't let bad work days or anything come back and ruin the time that they have. It's awesome to have a mother like this. He would post pictures with her. So, you know, a lot of sources and friends allude to the fact that they had no idea he was in any kind of depressive state that would have led to his suicide. There have been no other, there's been no other information out, um, whether that was a letter or any kind of um, indication to Regina herself or any family members that he was at the precipice of doing something like this. So our thoughts and prayers go out definitely to Regina King and their entire family. And along with that though, another sad story, um, actor Michael Madsen, um, I don't know if a lot of people, like when I first saw this, I of course know who Michael Madsen is. Um, I've seen him in a bunch of different movies and a bunch of different movies. He always plays like this really jerky guy. That's how I know who he is. I could, at this moment, like even like right now, I definitely couldn't even tell you what movies they are. I just like a lot of them are like 90s and two, early 2000 movies and stuff. But he as well, his son also did uh, pass away to suicide. Uh, Hudson Lee Madsen died. Um, in Hawaii at the age of 26. Now, again, with this one, I'm going to say there was also sources that said there was no indications that led to anybody being worried that he was in a depressive state or anything like that that would lead to this suicide as well. So right now our hearts are breaking for these two families for sure. Michael Madsen is, of course, asking for um, privacy and consideration uh, during this time for them. That's very difficult. So definitely our hearts are with them. Yes, it's very, very sad. And if anyone out there listening, um, if you're watching us on YouTube, we have 
a phone number and a text number that you can call and reach out to if you or someone you know are struggling with issues, mental health issues, someone you just want to talk to someone. We have that scrolling on the bottom of our screen. If you are just listening and if you or someone you know needs to reach out and just talk to someone, uh, you can call 1-800-273-8255 or you can text uh, MHA to seven four one seven four one and again that is scrolling across our um, video right now on youtube and again um the number is 1-800-273-8255 or text mha to seven four one seven four one so that is extremely sad um yeah i i just it's tough for those. I can't imagine the, what you know. Ugh. But what were you, you going to say, Sutuvani? It's it's def- it's so hard as a parent. That is a huge fear. Um, worrying about like if your child is in any kind of depressive state, or or you know, especially if you have teenagers, even um, preteens, when they get to school and those bullying ages start and whatnot. So it is, it's very hard. I myself can speak on this because my son has attempted suicide twice and there was nothing leading up to that that told me that was about to happen. Uh, He, you know, was just fun and, and, you know, getting along with everybody, joking, like smiling, all that stuff. So when it happened at that time, it was definitely a shock. And thankfully he did survive it and come out of it. But there are so many families out there that you just, you don't know. And it doesn't just have to be your children or teenagers or preteens. Adults suffer from it. Adult men, the suicide rate among adult men is on the rise. People, because they, they just, they there's that, that stigma that they don't want to reach out for help or anything like that. So please, anybody, if you are suffering from any kind of thought, sadness, depression, lonely, and especially in these COVID times, and especially with the fact that COVID does increase those thoughts and those feelings, please reach out to somebody. Yes. And um, kind of sticking with mental health and mental, just like health in general, we're going to kind of transition over and talk about Wendy Williams. Um, so Wendy Williams has not been on the air for her current season. I don't think she's been, I think she was on the first episode, maybe. I don't even think that actually. She's been off the air for quite some time. However, her show has continued with a rotating guest host. And they've even had like host uh, panels of hosts and, um, People close to Wendy and people that work for Wendy uh, have reportedly said that sometimes she's forget like she's forgetting people's names that she's that have worked for her for years that she can't remember people. Um, she reportedly even needs help eating and getting dressed sometimes that she's not able to feed herself or get dressed. Now these are all just allegations. Um, but this is an insider um, that was talking that works allegedly at the show. And um, the insider spoke to the Sun magazine and said that Wendy, she said, quote, the spark is gone. That Wendy, who for 10 years had that spark in her eyes, the cheeky grin and that little wink is not the same now. 
they continue. She's not always functioning like she used to be. She has days where she needs help eating, getting out of bed, and getting dressed. Sometimes she goes out in a robe and without shoes on. The old Wendy would have never allowed herself to be seen out like that. There are people who Wendy knows who have worked closely with her for years, and there are days that she has no idea who they are. She was forgetting things on the show a lot, information on stories, celebrities' names, and that's why she would lean on producers to help feed her information. Um, now she really can't even do a video, and she's been having a hard time even holding a simple conversation. So, um... I think it was the last year Wendy went off the air because it was reported that she was having health issues, but she came out herself and said that she had relapsed because she um, is not shy to share that she did struggle with the drug addiction back in the day, and she had relapsed after her divorce. Well, um, there haven't been any relapse rumors as of late. Now it is strictly has to do with... Um, her mental state and her health and her just physical, actual health. Um, and so people are now questioning, like, is the Wendy Williams show over? Because this show was renewed, I believe, through like 2025 or something. And how mm -hmm. does the show get renewed? There's contracts involved. And, you know, so it's like people are, um, even though it's all sad, people at the end of the day, the big, bosses are looking at a business like how do we get our money's worth and it's kind of sad that they're kind of thinking like that but they are right. so um i love wendy williams she's an icon she is one of the reasons why i got into like pop culture i love hot topics is one of my favorite things to talk to listen to i watch the clips on youtube all the time um it's sad i wasn't around really when she was on the radio you know that was a little bit before my time but um Bonnie, what are your thoughts about this whole evolution of Wendy? Well, I mean, it's sad to say, but we kind of watched it all kind of come to this, you know, culmination where it's at, you know, um, there was just so many signs there and stuff, but I'm in a way I'm glad like this, she's taking like, this needs to be like her time off, put her health first and herself first. And, you know, she's, she's done enough, you know, I'm not saying it's good that she's down for the count and stuff, but she needs to take care of herself and her mental health and just her health in general. Um, as far as them wondering what they're going to do with the show, I mean, the show must go on. That's, yeah. that's entertainment business. Unfortunately, it's the same thing that would happen if an actor died on a movie, you know, in the middle of the movie set, they have to figure out something to do. Uh, what are we going to do? Scrap the whole movie or, you know, it, it's just, it's sad, but yes, it's, you know, it's a, it's a necessity. It has to be done. Yeah, um, super, super sad. Hopefully, um, it's something that she's getting help for, and hopefully that they're able to kind of give her some kind of medication or something they can help her with. Um, hopefully, it's nothing. It sounds I, serious, but hopefully, it's something that they can help her with. I, You know, I, I, I say, like, that we watched all because we, we've seen her meltdowns. We've seen, like, what happened when she passed out on camera and yeah. stuff like that. But I wonder, like, if any of this, like, I'm sorry to keep taking this shit back to COVID, you know, but 
COVID does that to you. It it fucks your brain up. It makes you forget things. You forget names. Like even in the middle of a sentence, all of a sudden you can forget your train of thought, what you're saying, what you're doing. It puts you in these depressive states. It heightens your anxiety. It does all of this stuff. And it's like, it's crazy. It's like we're still learning what the after effects of this virus are and how people are still coping with life after it. So I, I wonder, like, if she had COVID, if she went through any bouts with it, if that has anything to do with, you know, where she's at now all of a sudden. Uh, so because, I mean, she, it seems like she went from, okay, she was exhausted, maybe she needs a break, to now what you're saying, like, forgetting things, people's names, she has her days, you know, and stuff like that. Because I really don't want to jump to any kind of words, like, early onset dementia or anything like that. But all of that is, you know, something that I hope she's definitely her and her camp are looking into and, and, uh, you know, getting on top of. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on and talk about Taylor Swift going against Damon Albarn. So there's this issue. (laughs) Taylor Swift doesn't, she really is hardly ever, like in controversy like serious controversy you know Mm -hmm. she's everybody loves taylor swift like everybody loves her she's just like america's sweetheart she's like the musician form of julia roberts when julia roberts was america's sweetheart you know um well in an la times interview uh gorilla's leader was talking about his upcoming piano show at the walt disney concert hall and he mentioned that uh quote not much modern music could withstand that sort of stripped back treatment and he says you think a lot of modern musicians are relying on sound and out an attitude um name me someone who's not the interviewee said um interviewer sorry said she may not be your taste but taylor swift is an excellent songwriter and alburn replied by saying quote she does not write her own songs and wood responded the interviewer of course she does and she even co-writes some of them then that triggered damon and he said (laughs) here we go that does not count. I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes. Doesn't mean that the outcome can't be really great. And for some of the greatest singers, um, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald never wrote a song in her life. When I sing, I have to close my eyes and just be in there. I suppose I'm a traditionalist in that sense. A really interesting songwriter is Billie Eilish and her brother. I'm more attracted to that than Taylor Swift. It's just darker, less endlessly upbeat, way more minor and odd. I think she's exceptional. I have thoughts before we get into Taylor's reaction or Taylor's comment because she went off. Um, so, So my initial thing is this is a man this is literally a man trying to kind of pit two women against each other mm-hmm. how dare he name drop Billie Eilish in a Taylor Swift about talking about Taylor Swift they are complete I love both of them they are completely different artists mm-hmm. they of course Billie Eilish writes her music everybody knows that she writes her music with her brother but 
everybody in the world knows that Taylor Swift writes music. She even writes for people that songs from other musicians. Everyone knows that Taylor Swift is an artist. She writes her own music. Does she have some co-writers? Yes, but she, for the most part, if you go and look at her albums, it always legally has to say who the song was written by. Most of them say Taylor Swift or only Taylor Swift's name. Um, what are your initial thoughts before I get into Taylor's response to this? Okay, because I'm here for Taylor's responses. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> initial thoughts, man. No, oh, you know me, Abel. Shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. Like exactly what you said. These are two very different artists. Two very different. Like, like not like I know people. Some people try to put Billie Eilish and pop and stuff like that. But to me, they're just two different genres. You just don't. You don't compare them. It's like apples to oranges. You just don't, you know, and they're both exceptional on their own. And I just like, I want to put out that this is like a reason why that Taylor wrote albums, certain albums completely and entirely alone because people were like kind of questioning and doubting her songwriting abilities and stuff like that. So that's the only, like I give it to Taylor. Like I just, Ooh, she was rightfully pissed. Like, and, Oh, I don't know. I'm all, I'm all fuck him. I'm all fuck you. <laughs> yes. So there has been um, a few things that have transpired since this interview. <laughs> so before I'm holding you guys off, before I get into Taylor's response, one of her frequent collaborators, Jack Antoff, weighed in and tweeted, I've never met Damon Alburn, and he's never been to my studio, but apparently he knows more than the rest of us about all those songs Taylor writes and brings in. Herb. Then he continues, if you were there, cool, go off. If not, maybe shut the fuck up. Aaron exactly. Desner also weighed in. Not sure why you, and then he sure did at Damon Alburn, <laughs> would try to discredit Taylor's brilliant songwriting. But as someone who has gotten to press record around her, your statements couldn't be further from the truth. You're obviously completely clueless as to her actual writing and work process. I am here for these men sticking up for a woman. Like, I am here. We need more of this. Like, like we I am so here for them like saying like and just not saying quiet because saying quiet says a lot yeah for sure so now the juiciness Taylor <laughs> responded and she said at Damon Alburn on Twitter I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this I write all in and she put all in all capital letters of my own songs your hot take is completely false and so damaging you don't have to like my songs but it's really fucked up to try and discredit my writing wow then she responded to her own tweet and said p.s yeah i wrote this sweet album myself in case you were wondering i was so here for that shade i was like yes queen go off <laughs> taylor go be on our podcast also petty taylor at taylor let it all out, hunty. Tell us what he made you feel. So there has been an update, and Damon Alburn tweeted to Taylor Swift, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting, and sadly, it was reduced to clickbait. 
I apologize and unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand, Damon. Bullshit. Come on, first of all, motherfucker. How did she doesn't write her own songs? Get confused for clickbait. How the fuck was that? The last thing I would want to do is discredit you and your songwriting. Bitch, fuck you. (laughs) You just did that by saying that one statement. Like, suck a big fuck, fat dick. I hate him. Like, I, this, this, this right here. Like, did you really just gaslight her with that fucking apology? Like, what? (laughs) Fuck out of here. The last thing I would want to do is gargle my dick. But no. (laughs) That's not the last thing you want to do, girl. That's the first thing you want to do. (laughs) I mean, check out Bitches and Brunch. A season two coming (laughs) soon. Um, So, all right, let's move on and let's talk about. We love ourselves some royalty here. We always talk about you, UKNs. I love Um, the UKNs. They're awesome. So, we're going to talk about Spain. So, a lot of people don't know that uh, the Spaniards actually have royalty of their own. It just happens to be. I've always wondered why are the UKNs royalty is such a big deal compared to all of these other countries that have royalty as well you know yeah. like why is it like the ukns like maybe because queen elizabeth has lived like 300 years and because they always kick everyone's ass right hmm. like on that side of the world or some shit i don't know they're the bullies over there hmm. i'm here they're for america it. they're america over there <laughs> 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 they're europe's america <laughs> there you go <laughs> so uh, the pr- Princess Christina of Spain divorced her husband of 24 years after he confirmed an affair. Princess oh. Christina of Spain and her husband, Inaki something, announced that they are headed for splitting uh, on Monday. The husband and wife of 24 years told Spanish state-owned news agency EFE, that's weird, like the the government owns the news, but I guess that's Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, they released a joint statement, and you girl, y'all know by now I hate me a joint ass statement, but at least it wasn't an Instagram story. Um, they issued a <laughs> statement and said, By mutual agreement, we have decided to break off our marriage. Our commitment to our children remains intact. Since this is a private decision, we ask the utmost respect for all of those around us. Uh, so, okay. Hold Hello. on. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Like, I know okay. Bonnie wants to go off. Bonnie wants to go off. Hold on. <laughs> so the two uh, have been living in Switzerland. They share four kids together. Uh, Juan, who's 22 years old. Pablo, who's 21. Miguel, who's 19. And Irene is 16. Girl, those are some adults. They don't got no... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, kids where? Those are fucking teenagers. Uh, um, the breakup, although it does sound ammo amicable uh it does come just a week after um inaki was photographed hand in hand with another woman spanish tabloid lecturas released a photo of the formal uh former play uh yeah i guess he's played handball as a sport and the other woman during a trip to southern france last week and i actually have the photo of the two so if you are on our YouTube page, you get to and our Facebook page, you get to watch it. 
if you're listening to audio, you definitely want to go check it out. Here's the photo of the man, and this is the other woman. No, actually, I think that's Princess Christina. Oh, that's Christina. Sorry. We're yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go down. Oh, there's the whole bag. There she is. It, I know that ain't her down here. No. <laughs> Look at so this is she looks younger, uh, but she looks like a younger Princess Christina. Yeah, it looks like he has a type clearly. Yeah, but you know when they asked him about the affair, he told reporters these things happen. It is a diff. It is a difficulty that we will manage with the utmost tranquility and togetherness as we always have done. Bitch, ain't no fucking tranquil nothing. If I catch your ass cheating on me, bitch, you don't. Fuck- fuck out of here like I can't but I guess they're just trying to like keep it low low because in 2018 there was a highly publicized trial for him because uh, he was found guilty of tax fraud embezzlement and influence peddling and sentenced by the Supreme Court to six years and three months in prison this was in 2018 now Princess Christina herself was also charged with tax fraud as a part of a six million dollar embezzlement scheme oh yes involving her husband and 16 other defendants but was acquitted in the case king philippe stripped his sister and her husband of their titles the duke and duchess of palm de mol or whatever in 2015 <laughs> girl <laughs> so, look at everybody getting stripped, of, getting stripped of titles like Prince Harry, <laughs> Princess Christina, like I know. I was like, it's es- scandalo. Big scandal over there. <laughs> so, um, the nerve though is that the 54-year-old seemed to confirm the affair while speaking to outlets outside of his office on Thursday, telling Express, "Quote: These things happen." It is a difficult. I told you. That's just what he said. Bitch. (laughs) These things happen. These things happen. That's what he said. It's a difficulty, but we will I I heard I heard the rest, but these things happen. These things happen. Like what? Girl. What what things? What happened, sir? (laughs) Oh no. Like what happened? Oh, can you God. imagine? Can you imagine, like, just out there, people, females, someone asking your husband on camera, Did you have an affair? And he has the audacity, I'm sorry, he has the audacity to say, These things happen. <laughs> That's like me trying to explain why I had 15 drinks instead of two. These things happen. <laughs> No, it's, he's How like, oh, that... I'm just like it's like tr- I tripped and fell into her. Yeah, I'm sorry, I fell into a vagina tonight. These things happen. No. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so let's move on and talk about Rachel Zegler finally speaking out about her on-screen love interest, Ansel Elgert. So Ansel Elgert was a rising star until he was accused of essay from a 17-year-old girl in 2014 when he was 20. 
At the time the allegations came out, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story remake, uh, in which Ansel plays the lead Tony, was already filmed and completed. Uh, the musical release was postponed because of the pandemic and hit December's in theaters. Um, hit theaters in December, sorry. And um, there was obviously they had to do press and stuff, and there was this big elephant in the room. Uh, considering that the leading lady in the film was also 17 years old, mm-hmm. which is Rachel. Um, so Rachel told a um, Hollywood reporter, uh, told Hollywood reporter, we made a movie two and a half years ago and a lot has gone on in the world since then. A lot has changed very publicly and privately as well. There's been a lot of awakening. You just hope that the people involved are okay that they ask, that they are asked in a respectful manner, that they are given the opportunity to answer for themselves. Um, Rachel, though, was not the only West Side Story cast member who gave a response. Rita Moreno also said, I think it would have been absolutely horrendous and wrong for anyone to take sides in that matter. It's not for me to make those judgments. Mm-hmm. That's those are interesting takes for from women on a girl who's accusing him of SA. And if I'm not wrong, it was more than just this one 17 year old girl that has accused him of SA allegations. So hmm. he has been kind of blacklisted in Hollywood. I know he was like a rising star. He was coming up on all these rom coms, movies, yes. chick flicks, everything. And um, he, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on like the women taking this stance of like, oh, it's not their place to judge? But then there's also women that are like, hashtag me too. It's like, if you're not going to um, believe us, all these people that are coming forward against him uh, here's the thing I think that while if there is like okay a number of people coming forward against somebody you want to hear the allegations but you also have to give that person a chance to defend themselves as well I don't know how many people are coming forward against Ansel I did try looking that up so far I've only seen one allegation from this one person and when I read the story it says that the relationship was completely consensual between him that person the parents everybody like you know asked but it I don't see in there how old he was like she was 17 he was how old 20 oh see I that's it's hard because 17 in Texas is considered an adult. Yeah. See, so he, for me, I I mean, if she, I, I don't even know like what the allegations are. Did she come out and say like he just, sexually assaulted just, her or just. Essayed, essayed, essayed. I'm sorry, essayed. Uh, <laughs> he essayed her, my bad. <laughs> bleep uh, that out. Let's bleep that. Uh, I forgot. Um, But did he come out, like, was it like essay? Did. Was there like more like severe charges? Uh, just or was there hasn't been. Out? I don't think there's there hasn't been any like legal proceedings or anything. These are just allegations as of right See, now. 
I'm very case specific. In this one case itself, I can't judge yet because I'm looking. I'm looking at it as you know, seventeen to twenty. I I can't I can't judge there. You know, it's kind of like uh, like a junior or senior in high school was dating a freshman, like that kind of age difference. It's yeah. Like once that senior in high school graduates, and then that freshman is still sixteen, but then all of a sudden this person's eighteen, nineteen. It's weird. It's like that weird age gap. Like they met in school. Yeah. Not not in Ansel's case, but in like a regular. It's like they met in school. They were high school sweethearts, but then all of a sudden, it's like I don't know. I just feel like. It's also it's just one of those things. It's like, was it consensual? Were the parents okay with it? Was I liked um, his co-star's response where she said that both parties need to be heard out. More needs to be, you know, they need to discuss it privately and publicly if they want to or whatever. I didn't like Rita Moreno's response, though. Like, she was just like, I don't know. I just feel like she blew off the girl. But I did like his co-star's response of, like, she wasn't really picking a side, but she wasn't saying that either party was wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. She was kind of like you. She wanted, she's like, let's, when when and if we all get the details, that's when we get the details, you know? So, to be fair, like oh, I said. He... Okay, I'm, okay, I just pulled all the details of this. So now, now I, I think I'm judging a little bit. So, um... According to this, uh, the person, her name is Gabby. She goes by the name of Gabby, and her handle on Twitter is um, at It's Gabby. Accused him of sexually assaulting, I'm sorry, SA. Sorry, uh, SA in 2014 in her post, which is now deleted. She said she messaged him just two days before her 17th birthday and um, responded. When he responded to her, he asked her to send her to send him nudes. So uh, she attached photos of what she said uh, their messages pertained and a photo of her, you know, nude as well. And um, she shared that he was also the first person that she ever slept with. And uh, when she cried out in pain because it hurt and like you're, you know, it's your first time. Um, he did not stop. He kept going. So she said, I was just a kid. I was a fan of his. So when it happened, instead of asking me if I wanted to stop knowing it was my first time and I was sobbing in pain and I didn't want to do it. The only words that came out of his mouth were, we need to break you in. I Uh, wasn't, I wasn't there in that moment. Mentally, I disassociated myself and just felt like my mind was gone and I was in shock. I couldn't leave. I was only five foot two and 98 pounds. Years later, I have PTSD. I have panic attacks. I go to therapy. Finally, I'm ready to talk about it and finally heal. I'm not posting this to clout chase because I simply don't care for that. I just want to heal and I want to tell other girls who have been through the same thing as me. You are not alone. It's a lot for me to even come on here and tell my story. I simply want to post it all. The following day, he addressed the allegations in a now-deleted Instagram post as well that he accepted he and the woman in question did have a brief, illegal, and entirely consensual relationship, but very strongly denied the allegations of the essay, writing, I would never, ever um, assault anyone. I was distressed. He said, I was distressed to see the social media posts 
about me that have been circulating in the past 24 hours. I cannot claim to understand Gabby's feelings, but her description of events is simply a farce and completely not what happened. Hmm. So, wow. um, oh, that right there is like, okay, that, that's a little bit more serious than, you know, you guys just dating and stuff like that. Now I'm judging a little bit. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know where to go with this one. But like stuff like this, when stuff like this comes out, people are always like, well, why did she wait until now to say something? Why did she wait until now? Blah, 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 blah. Like, you can't control when somebody who is a victim or survivor of essay, when they're finally going to be able to be talk about it or come out and say something, you know? So you kind of got to, this one just has to unfold and, and see where it goes from there. Yeah, we will see. Um, like I said, it's been a few years now, but hopefully he stays out of trouble and hopefully she gets the healing that she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on and talk about some Real Housewives of Salt Lake City drama real quick. Um, just because that is the one franchise of Real Housewives that I really don't care about that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally one of the ones that I just like, I don't watch it that much. Like I literally, I, okay, anyways. So a new housewife, Jenny Nugent, um, has been fired from the show after fans of the show um started a petition to for her to get fired they were telling bravo the company that housewives comes out on the production company and the channel all the network all the good stuff that they would not be watching any of the housewives franchises if they kept jenny on after 20 uh 2020 posts which were written during the black lives matter movement following the murder of george floyd Jenny called Black Lives Matter protesters thugs, shared racist memes, and regurgitated pro-police talking points. The mother of three shared an apology on social media last week saying, quote, At the time, I thought I was speaking out against violence, but I have since learned how offensive and hurtful my words were. It's why I deactivated that account more than a year ago and why I continue to try to learn about perspectives different from my own. I regret these posts and am sincerely sorry for the pain that they have caused. But that was a little too late for some fans because um, the network said that as of Tuesday, they have ceased all filming with Jenny and that they would not be proceeding any future work like workings with her they released a statement saying we recognize we failed to take appropriate action once her offensive social media posts were brought to our attention moving forward we will not i'm sorry moving forward we will work to improve our processes to ensure we make better informed and more thoughtful casting decisions so this comes and the reason why i wanted to bring this up was because this comes up after Real Housewives of Dallas had some drama, and since um, Real Housewives of Dallas has actually been canceled altogether after their fourth season, they are not returning um, for a fifth season because they had uh, multiple um, seasons with very, very racist undertones. There was um, a cast member 
Leanne, who was kicked off of season three. She was on from season one to three. She was kicked off Real Housewives of Dallas because she was making um, derogatory Mexican jokes towards one of the Mexican uh, cast members and then um, and mocking Mexicans. And then in season four, which, by the way, I'm watching right now, um, there was a um, Asian um, cast member and one of the cast members who's been on since season one, Brandy, she actually had been during COVID, when COVID first hit, she was seen making, I don't know if it was like a TikTok video or an Instagram story, but she was like squinting her eyes and pulling her eyes, like making fun of Asians. And then it just so happens that the very next season, um, there was an Asian um, on the cast. And so that's why Bravo is saying that going forward, they're going to be very careful about who they cast in these franchises and, and how quickly they respond to it. And, um, because they allowed Leanne to be on the show after her antics for a little while, they allowed Brandy to be on the show. But like I said, Real Housewives of Dallas has since been canceled. They will not be coming back for a season because of all of the controversy that they caused. So what are your thoughts on these women? And I say women because these are all their real housewives um, right. and their ignorant remarks. And um, I, I, you know, I think that's what it is. I think that they're ignorant. They're, they're, I hate to say dumb, but they're dumb. Like, why would you do that in this day and age? It's not okay to make fun of anyone like that. Like, squinty eyes and doing that kind of stuff like why would you do that and um in jenny's case uh, talking about black lives matter and stuff that's like her political opinion but when you're on a platform that big you have to kind of hold back you can't really yeah so what are your thoughts on that and her firing uh... it just it always sucks because when you start getting to be famous or big on any kind of platform or anything like that you really do have to watch what you say and it can, some things, I mean, it, it's, ah, it's such a gray area and it, it's really horrible. And it, sometimes I do feel bad for certain like people, like celebrities and stuff like that. They can't really voice how they really feel about certain things because then they'll come off as racist or insensitive or this or that. Now, I the post that I did see about hers from back in the day before it got um, deleted was it was like a cartoon she posted and it was like an old white lady and she like this other like middle-aged white man is looking at her car and like these stick figures like decals on the back of the car or whatever and she's like oh no that's not my family that's how many rioters I've run over you know like um like that and stuff like that okay so I get it you don't like rioters bitch no one does we don't like rioters do is it okay to joke about running over these motherfuckers? No, you dumbass. Because even though those are rioters and shit, that's still a human being. They have family. You're talking about literally killing somebody. Stop. Like, stop. Like, if you're against rioting, say you're against rioting. Don't do stupid shit like this. Because when all that was happening, people did come out and say, why are you rioting? You're making it worse. Stop. Like, there's a difference between a rioter and a protester. There's a big difference. And sometimes people, they skirted that line and they ventured into the rioter part of it. And me, 
I have no love for writers. I'm sorry. There's no reason for you to destroy buildings, destroy businesses, destroy like and a lot of those businesses that got destroyed by the writing were mom and pop businesses that sunk their hearts and souls into their company, like their businesses and stuff like that. And you just ruined it because you threw a hissy fit. So fuck you. Now, am I talking about that? I want to run your ass over. Hell no, you don't do that. What the hell's wrong with you? So yeah, did was she right for getting fired from her other posts and the other things that she was talking about? Yes. If you make any kind of racist jokes or anything else like that, you're just you're a dumb fuck. You stupid dumb fuck. Mm. Don't do that. And I don't know. It's just how I see it. I agree, kind of, with the writing thing because after a while, when is enough enough? Exactly. What, when you're when you're protesting in peace and that's not getting the message across, what do you do to do what do what do you what actions do you have to take to get the government or the people in charges there to do something? You saw this man get killed. Everyone saw the video get killed, and then there was no justice for him. And why is it rioting when it's people of color, but when people that do not have color, my dear friends, uh, my dear European friends, um, uh, that literally were terrorists and attacked our capital, there was no police presence. The security guards were running from them. And But anytime there's a march or anything with people of color, uh, people of LGBTQ rights, there's police all over the place but these people were in the thousands and thousands riding on that's what it is they were they were riders and they were terrorists and they terrorized our capital and why is it considered riding when it's people of color but when it's the other people they're being called protesters and that's their freedom that's, that's when true. i have that's that's why i have such a big problem with writing do i believe in burning businesses down of course not but at what point is enough enough and when you're screaming for help and it's not coming what else do you do right now i definitely agree it's a slippery slope on either side kind of like a double-edged sword but i do believe that there are so many instances where it has happening where like where it's people of color it's a bad thing when you know it's the other way around then it's protesting and that's just horrible you know you just can't you can't mm. you can't fuck with that like i it's it uh, but. yeah it's just like you know like i understand people get heated and they get mad and there's like i said that i believe in everyone's right to protest protest whatever you want and do it but then when it turns to writing, writing either way i am against it it's just i have such a hard time now i've lost faith in a little bit of faith in humanity after the event of last January when we were basically attacked by our own American people. And that was okay to so many people in this country. And it's very disappointing, but um, you know, I, to tie it all back around, she deserved to get fired. Real housewives of Dallas. I'm sad that they got canceled because of some stupid bitches, but I love the show. I'm so hooked on it. Like I love it. Um, but yeah, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they're problematic in their own, right? Like, I, the only stories we ever talked about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is, like, they were, like, there's a girl that was caused, like, money laundering, alleged, like, allegations against her, and 
Is that just some like girl? Salt Lake City, dollar drama girl. Get away. Drama. So let's kind of move on quickly again and talk about this. Uh, we talked about it last week, the Playboy um, Mansion kind of do- documentary that's coming out or that actually just premiered uh, Monday night, Secrets of Playboy. Holly came out and she said, when I lived at the mansion, I was afraid to leave. Something that was always living in the back of my mind was if I left, there was just this mountain of revenge porn waiting to come out. When you would go out with Hef, which was Hugh Hefner, uh, he's taking all types of naked pictures of these women, of you when they're wasted out of their minds, and he would print out eight copies for him and all the women. It was just gross. Um, so she actually had already said that previously in a podcast. And one of um, Hef's actual, like, one of his latest girlfriends before he passed, Crystal, confirmed it in the docuseries premiere and said, I found thousands of disposable camera photos that you were talking about, Holly Madison. I immediately ripped them up and destroyed every single one of them for you and the countless other women in them. They are gone. So we talked about like when people are going to the play dimension, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? But it's different for when a man goes to the Playboy Mansion, he knows what he's getting himself into, and when a woman goes to the Playboy Mansion. And why is that? Why shouldn't everyone feel safe at this place, right? Where Did he have uh, revenge porn of men? No. Were men afraid to speak out against you? Maybe because of the power, but they all just like to suck up to him basically you know so what are your thoughts on this whole thing like we talked about like why didn't they just leave or why didn't they just leave well this shed a little bit of light of he had stuff on them and he was gonna release it if they left him yeah Mm. i you know i i always wonder like you know all the men that went there and they had their fun with the playmates and stuff like that I wonder if, um, whatchamacallit, he did, like, record the the men and the women and stuff like that. And not only use it as revenge porn for the women, but I wonder if certain very, like, you know, like, 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 um, wealthy men would pay for that not to come out, you know? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> sounds very like stuff that you see in movies and shit but it's like I know it's like the world that we live in the rich powerful sorry white men actually do this I believe in my oh, opinion yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure um, and so let's we're running out to our last few stories here uh, Janet Jackson and speaking of documentaries Janet Jackson has a docuseries coming out this weekend on Lifetime and A&E and um there in the clip that was shown there was a clip that was shown again on um just like a little sneak peek it is rumored that um justin timberlake um is kind of like on there or mentioned on there Mm -hmm. one of uh somebody from janet jackson's team told janet jackson because justin was invited back to the super bowl for 2018 and they told janet hey justin and his team have been trying to contact us 
about you doing this Super Bowl with him again. And so, um, as you may or may not know, there was a big controversy with Justin and Janet when they performed years ago in the Super Bowl. Justin, like, ripped off. She had, like, a wardrobe malfunction. I think they said, like, he ripped off a piece of her outfit or something. And, like, allegedly people would say that it ruined her career. But uh, people close to her say it didn't end her career. She, career. She still broke records with albums, and she was just inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Per right. Um, so, what are your thoughts on this? Is that a docu series that you'd be interested in watching? And what would you have thought if she reunited with Justin Timberlake on the Holly on the Super Bowl stage? Because obviously she didn't, because that that was in twenty eighteen. We would have seen it. So. Um, what are your thoughts oh, on that? Okay, don't hate me, but I i mean, I kind of wasn't here for their performance. I mean, was it great I to see her? I don't even remember. Nip- I don't remember it. Oh, was it great to see her nipple? Sure. Hey, girl, get it. Um, and I don't really think it was that much of an accident. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I don't um, either. But, <laughs> no, not fam. Yeah, I'm all. <laughs> but would I want to see them again? No. I'm just going to say no. Uh, the only person I want to see again on that stage is Bruno fucking Mars because I think he killed his um, halftime show. It is one of my favorite ones. So he's the only one I want to see come back. So, my and then this when Bruno and Beyonce, which was funny because it was actually Coldplay featuring yeah. them, but Bruno had his own. But my favorite was like the Bruno Beyonce part when they were going back and forth because they are such yes. entertainers. Yeah, that was like, oh my god! And then Beyonce's performance, of course, for me is like one of the greatest. Bruno's on his own. Like I still get He's chills good. every time I watch where he is like playing the piano in the middle of the stadium. Like it's just, it's epic. I love Bruno Mars's performance. So although I am here for this year's Super Bowl, it's gonna be fu- performance. It's gonna be fucking bomb. Like Dre, Snoop, what? Mary J. Blige, what? What? Yeah. I don't. I don't, and I don't like any of them. What? Hey, well, they were they were they were like right before my generation. You're right. You're right. I forget sometimes how young you are. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like I, I, of course, I know like their hits. You know what I mean? Like, like who doesn't know some of their hits? Like, I know their hits, but like, I'm just like, I'm also not a fan of like that kind of rap music. I'm more of a fan of like pop, pop rap, like. I want someone to talk shit like uh, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, like female rap, like that kind of rap. I don't really like like gangster rap, you know. That's well, kind of Mary like- J. Blige was a, a force all on her own back in the day, so I'm here for. And then Emma fucking M, Emma and M is the real Slim Shady. But I am here for the real Slim Shady, so I can't wait. And then I was like, Amal, who's the fifth one? I keep forgetting his name, Amal, because he really ain't nobody. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh wait, yeah, he's somebody. Oh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's like a. I can't. The thing is about like Kendrick and Eminem. They're great rappers. I know that. But I, I, how can you enjoy their music? I don't even know what they're saying. They rap so damn fast. Oh, I I'm can't like, with Shady. I can roll with him. I can keep I'm up like, with him. What are you? What are you saying? It's too much for me. I need Adele to slow me down. Go easy on me. I'm. A, I can keep up with Eminem's tongue. Hashtag Eminem. Hit me up. So we're going to save Adele for last, but let's move on to Elton John. 
Vani. Oh, Elton. I knew we for, do. Why did I have? I was like, why do I have this Elton John tab pulled up? <laughs> you're like, what? Y'all, what the hell did Elton do? Shit. I was like, dude, I don't even. <laughs> Elton, El- Elton, can, Elton can't stay out of the fucking news. I know. I'm like, why was it like, did I accidentally click on that? My bad. Um, <laughs> but no, and I did send you this whenever it made headlines, but Elton John has tested positive for COVID. And people are like, oh my God, keep him safe at all costs. Let's not 2022 him. Like, no. Um, but uh, what is is happening here is he tested positive for COVID a few days ago or like last week sometime. However, they waited until right before his performance was set to start on Tuesday to cancel it. So a lot of fans were upset. How come they didn't cancel it sooner? Uh, you know, and all that stuff. And I have to say that I would be up the fuck said it if I was going to an event and it got canceled when I was already there. Bitch, you mean I had to put on my makeup, my weave, and everything for fucking nothing? Like, Elton John better be paying me back. Like, I'm gonna go get drinks now because I'm stressed the fuck out. So, I'm gonna send this tab to Elton. Um, but, so that was at the American Airlines Center in Dallas. Now, both of those shows have been postponed. That was for yesterday and today. And they are going to uh, honor those, uh, you know, tickets and stuff like that. They're going to get back with everybody when the dates come available for that. Um, now, they're saying that he is vaccin- double vaccinated and, you know, he did receive his booster. So they're saying he's not scared or worried about, you know, this COVID diagnosis and that he fully intends on making his next shows in Arkansas this weekend. So I'm like, sorry, I have a bad face when you say Arkansas. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> so I'm just like, if you are going to be well enough and okay enough to do your shows in Arkansas, motherfucker, you've had to know for a long time already that your ass had COVID. And well, the, CD- the CDC says only five days. No, fuck the C. I don't even know why you bring that shit up. You just want to see me get fucking mad and heated and start talking shit. That's all you want. That's all you want because fuck the CDC. Five days. Five now. days of quarantine. That's it. Okay. Let me let me, let me tell you what CDC. Because no, no, that's also petty. No. <laughs> Listen to also petty, y'all. We're not I'm getting gonna, into also petty. We gotta I'm wrap this up. We gotta wrap this up. <laughs> All, okay, fine. I, I, I would just say, fuck the CDC. You ain't gonna catch me at no fucking concert of his this weekend. Like, <laughs> stay the fuck in Arkansas. In fucking Arkansas. Like, and where it's, like, literally hot as fuck, right? Like, the COVID rates are, like, so sky high in Arkansas. So, you know what? I mean, everybody got it over there. I mean, I guess. Go ahead. Put on your show. It's whatever. Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> so, so I am so triggered because I'm glad that we saved these two stories for last because Adele is in the news. The queen. So, she has been reigning supreme since her album 30 came out. She announced back in November that she is doing a Las Vegas residency that was supposed to start this week. Uh, recording uh, the last week of January 2022. Well, y'all... <laughs> Adele went on Instagram live the same day her concert was supposed to happen. The residency was supposed to start that day and said that her show, she started her Instagram. She was emotional. You could tell she'd been crying all day. 
and she said the show just isn't ready. That's what she started with. And then she went on and continued the live and said that they were up. Um, she hadn't slept. They were up all night trying to see what they can do to make it happen. Uh, half, she, apparently, allegedly, half of her crew has come down with COVID. Um, and that the show just, it wasn't going to happen. The day, hours before she was set to take the stage. Mind you... Tickets for this show were going from $700 to over $4,000. That's not including air flight. That's not including um, hotel in Vegas. That's not including if you took vacation time off from your job. That's not including if you had a kids to pay, pay a babysitter. I would have been livid. Now, there are rumors swirling around that Adele wasn't just emotional because of her show not being ready. Bonnie's ready to explode. But there's been rumors that she's been having on-set drama with her boyfriend. And that he's had a big issue and a big part of this reason of the cancellation or the postponement. Um, so what is weird is that she claims that half of her staff has COVID, but yet they've already delayed shows for the next, I think, two months. So basically, it's like, well, what is the truth? Because CDC says you only have to quarantine for five days. <laughs> You're not doing two months, Adele. Then she started off by, again, she started off by saying her show just isn't ready. Um, She's not, okay, y'all, I'm not making a comparison. I y'all know I'm obsessed with Adele, but she is not throwing a show like Beyonce. She is not throwing a show like J Lo or Britney, the performers, the entertainers. Bitch, she's gonna sit there on a chair and sing and use a light. What do you mean your show ain't ready? Bonnie, spill it. You're holding it in. No, I was just letting talk. I was just I ran out of champagne. Um Look, uh, when I first heard about this, I know I messaged you and I, I talked to you and I was like, you know, I know how much you love Adele. However, I don't feel sorry for you, bitch. Cry. Cry me a fucking river, ho. You mean to fucking tell me. you? The Let me tell you what. If I had bought a ticket to her fucking show and hopped on a fucking plane and flew the fuck over there and then all of a sudden it's canceled, bitch, I'm knocking on your door. The day, the day of, so like you're getting your makeup ready. All that shit. I mean, granted, yes, you're in Vegas. Fine, go out, have a good time, whatever. But bitch, maybe I didn't. Maybe I made some shit happen to make that trip happen, and stuff. So, and you mean the mm, so you think I'm a mm, no, no, you skinny. You're gonna wish you had all them pounds on when I catch your ass because I'm gonna beat your skinny little ass now. No, fuck no. That is disrespectful. To your people, to your fans, to all that shit. Like, it should have been done prior. And then you want to cancel it for two months? So you mean to tell me you already know, like, your whole fucking establishment is going to have COVID for the next <laughs> two fucking months? Bitch, fuck you. If you're having trouble with your man, say that. Say that. The CDC or says five days. That. The CDC says don't five worry. days, not two months. 
bitch. And you know what? First of all, I just want to say, anybody having a concert, event, event, any of that shit, I hope all your shit gets canceled. I hope all your shit gets canceled. Why are we having gatherings of hundreds of people or thousands of people or tens oh, of like thousands the of when people we were young tour that was announced i hope that shit gets canceled left and fucking right like i first of all why are you dumb enough going to a fucking event by the same people that just did World? like are you dumb you're big dumb stupid dumb and i can't big, <laughs> I, 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 and so if that didn't trigger you enough, we're going to end it with Adele. Although she had to cancel her show last minute, she was so nice, so generous to so open up her shop so the fans can buy merch. So they can buy merch? Oh, hell <laughs> the fuck no. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. Take these fucking... I'm leaving. I don't even like this. No Bonnie's like, leaving the, the podcast for our listeners. Bonnie just got up and left her... Bonnie left her second seat. Did you say so, bye? Bye, fucking... So she was generous. She was generous enough to open up her shop, and the shop uh, is in Caesar's Palace, I think. And inside the shop, there is actually um, like some iconic dresses of hers on display, like kind of like a museum shop integrated into one. But yeah, she opened up the shop that way people could still buy merch if they would like. You're lucky I'm wearing this fucking wig because I can't rip these fucking headphones off and throw them and be done with this shit. What the fuck? But she was nice enough to FaceTime with a bunch of her fans that were there. Oh, that's nice. That bitch gonna hit my cash app at the same fucking time? You know bitch, what? what? I was I was listening to other podcasts and some people were saying like, it would have been nice if they were gonna cancel like that. What she should have done was like, if everyone, if her show wasn't ready, the people were there, they could have let everyone in the stadium or in the in the arena, whatever it is. She could have came out and just had like a Q&A with them and, exactly. and been face to face with them. Or even if they had a projector like a Zoom call with the audience and her taking questions and answers or maybe her seeing one song or maybe her she has exclusive songs that didn't make the album, maybe give them something special. Like that, like even that would have been better, you know, like doing something like that where they was just like an intimate, like, hey, this isn't the show. <laughs> Bonnie's Bonnie's out of <laughs> champagne. Um, uh, don't you think that would have been a better idea? Like even at the very worst, her saying like, hey, the show's not ready, but you know what? You're, you're here. Come in. We're going to just do like we'll do a Q&A, maybe sing something with like a piano and me in between the Q&A. And then I'll still honor your tickets for the postponed show. Would, wouldn't that be better? A hundred percent. And the only reason why a bitch didn't is because she knew it wasn't going to fucking happen. She knew it wasn't going to. But she opened her shop so you could buy merch, y'all. You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't even really like her fucking album. So I said oh, it. Bitch, I said that's it. it. I We're said fighting. It. This podcast I said is it. over. I- I so I can't believe you. I listen to it every day still. Anyways, so that is it for this week's episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Bonnie and I are about to box, okay? Um, because first of all, I'm hangry. 
Um, yeah, and so that is it for this week's episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Until next week, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk soon.